You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Uh, here with my guest, a comedian, a actor, a general, general, good goddamn person. Martha Chavez is in the house. How you doing, Martha? Fine, potato. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing very good. I am the potato and you're, you're on the, the potato. potato file. You say the potato and I say the potato. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want as long as you tune in here. Before, before you interview me, I want to know where the name potato came from. Where the name potato came from is... Uh, I'm pretty sure um, Rob Pugh, I reminded him of an old buddy that he used to call Potato. So oh. he started calling me Potato, and then Hunter uh, Collins transformed it into the human Potato of Comedy. And then uh, <laughs> instead of running away with it, I just I was like, hey, well, this is fine. I'll yeah. deal with it. It's, a, it's a, not a bad nickname. No, it's a nice nickname, likes potatoes, right? Everybody likes potatoes. You want some french fries? Scallop? What do you like, huh? Yeah, oh, gratin. I like scallops. Oh, oh gratin. Oh, gratin. Oh, gratin. Oh, gratin, we say. <laughs> oh, gratin. Uh, my nickname uh, from uh, when I was uh, a teenager, and everyone back in Niagara calls me Uder. 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 You know, Why? Do you, are you a fan of The Simpsons? Yes. He was a little fat foreign exchange student that always uh-huh. had a belly full of chocolate. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's the name I got back home. So, I don't know. Is potato an upgrade? Yeah. <laughs> Uder. Uder. That's so cute. Yeah, that's you so can call cute. me that. I still respond. Uder. Yes. My uh, my um, my stepmom said uh, at, uh, at my wedding, she said it was... Uh, nice to hear my Niagara friends calling me Uder. Yeah. It's just like, I haven't heard it in so long. <laughs> so but, you grew up there in Niagara Falls? Uh, Niagara on the Lake. Part of Niagara on the Lake called St. David's, a little village in Niagara on the Lake. It was about 400 people. Wow. And then uh, we had uh, we had two gas stations. Yes. Um, uh, when there was, a, I think when I was a teenager, a, a restaurant opened. And now I think there's like three restaurants. It's uh, it's a city on the grow now. <laughs> it's nice. It was nice. Well, it's it's a very uh, it's a weird little village because it's like um, very old. Like it's all from like it was. Oh, Diet Coke, eh? Sorry. Little, it's all right. Sorry. It's all right. No, these you will you will edit that. Oh no no no! no, no we no, keep no, that no, in. No, 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 no. Okay. Th- these microphones pick up everything. Yeah. But it's like a, it's an old historical town, like the War of eighteen twelve, uh, with the Americans and stuff. That was a big part of it, and then, uh, but now it's like um, su- being surrounded by subdivisions. Wow. So it's like old old houses, and then these new like insanely crazy big houses. It, it doesn't fit anymore. It's like a it's a weird oh, little thing. It has changed. But anyway, this isn't about me, Martha. This I is about you. I am interviewing you. you T- tell me about the village you grew up in. I grew in up in Managua. Managua. Managua, Nicaragua. There was only... Managua, Nicaragua. There like, was a song. There's there got to be a song. There I was a just... song in the 1930s. Managua, Nicaragua is a beautiful town. It was a jazz song because Nicaragua had been invaded by Marines. Okay. The U.S. Marines. So it made it This is the, where your hate of the U.S. comes from? Yes. It stems from childhood. It stems from childhood. They, right. ta- they taught us from, from childhood. But no, I do, don't do, hate do, the, do, the U.S. Are, I, I don't hate You just hate people. Trump. I know you hate Trump. Oh, Everyone knows passion, you hate Trump. Without passion. <laughs> without passion. You know why? Because you don't see it, guys. But I do see it. I see Hitler's rising. Mm-hmm. Like today, they, today is... Uh, the 19th of June, 2019. Don't confuse today. our listeners. I think we got like a month before this comes out. Eh? Okay, uh, yes, I know. But, but uh, today they, they they picked up the wife of of Gorka. You know Gorka? The, uh, he, the some, some woman named married to Gorka, Sebastian Gorka, one of the advisors of Trump who was the total right wing, anti-Semite, anti-Muslim, like that. and then she's uh, now the head of, of something to do with immigration. That's Don't quote great. me on that, but it's just like I'm seeing, I'm seeing little bits, a little bit. It's, it's, it's not normal that I hate somebody yeah, like but that. Do you think he's... Do you think he's rising to power, or he's just some buffoon that ran for president on a publicity stunt and then end up winning because... No, there is the, uh, uh, you know, 
we all think that that he's all about ba- ba- food, but we we've seen things that we had never seen before done, and and he gets away with it mm-hmm. because I I lived in a dictatorship. Yeah. And not only that, my parents uh, at one point worked for the dictator. So I know what I know how it is. You like know how a, to be on the right side of the fence. I, right? I know how to be in the right. <laughs> no, I know. Well, they didn't. A lot of people did. A lot of people in, Nicar- in Nicaragua worked for, not for the dictator, but for the government. And then they left. But all of his uh, echelon, let's say the people that were close to him, there was an earthquake in 1972, and all the aid that was sent by the world, mm-hmm. the way, tons of, of, of uh, the whole world, because yeah, the, yeah. the earthquake destroyed Managua, they all, the cronies of Somoza, the dictator, stole it, and they were selling it in the street, you know? <laughs> and so I know what it is like to see... Like, corruption. Uh, corruption, and what is, why is it that they allow it on him? Because they can all be stealing in the meantime when the buffoon is on. Yeah, but do you think he's just uh, like somebody's just pulling his strings and uh, getting him to do these things? Like, or do you think he's the guy? No, well, he. They, people are they, for sure. They are, you know, like great. Like they, they, they. He's an idiot. So <laughs> he's an idiot. So he has uh, like puppeteers, and they are bad. The yeah, puppeteers yeah, yeah. are bad, bad people. But I think of that, that what they are doing is like they are uh, waiting till everything changes. All of the judges of the Supreme Court mm-hmm. are, are leaning to go back to a theocracy, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, and then they're going to get rid of him. But I mean, the fact that they have children separated from their parents and thrown in cages, that should be like a red, red alarm. Mm-hmm. To people, so I feel like I'm like the old person screaming on the top of the mountain. <laughs> Look at the creature! He's near. It's not only hatred uh, for Trump. It's just that I can't believe how it's contagious. Mm-hmm. It's coming towards us too. Well, huh? I, I think it brought out a lot of ugly sides of America. Yeah, um, like, like the luminal. But it the was... luminal in the crime scene, like we don't see it, and then mm-hmm. he came with the black light and show us where all everybody was, all yeah, of yeah, the people. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you see, and if you read here in Canada, if you read uh, uh, discussions about Trudeau and the conservatives and all of that, the, the same mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same people hired to be spreading fo- false falsehood on, on, on online yeah. because it's the same oh, uh, that, that, that Trudeau is giving away money to, to refugees like willy-nilly like that that, <laughs> uh, that uh, brown people are trying to dominate the co- you know like this fear instilling fear on people are you for or against Trudeau well you know at the moment I am for Trudeau because yeah. otherwise it's, it's like we have the perfect example we were complaining about being uh, Kathleen Wynne and look how we ended up with with Doug Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to end up with with uh, Andrew, Shear? Andrew Shear because of, because of who I am. I am an you don't immigrant. Like those dead eyes on Andrew Shear? No, I am an immigrant and I am LGBTQ, LMNOPQ, RSTUV, <laughs> WX, Y, and Z. Oh, and the, the whole thing. Good. The whole thing. So so <laughs> I am a target for that that kind of hatred. Mm-hmm. In fact, in my twenty five years that I have done comedy, twenty of them professionally, I had never experienced. Experience uh, overt racism until recently. Mm-hmm. Until recently in, in uh, Calgary and in Edmonton, because now the people they are they are emboldened, right? Yeah, they are emboldened to. The power is rising. The power is rising. Oh, remember when I did Niagara Falls with you that there were the Trump supporters? Oh yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I have the best argument to defuse them. I say, well, I didn't start the fight with him. He started <laughs> with me. I am everything he hates. I'm, yeah. I am Latina, I'm a lesbian, and I'm fat. <laughs> I, I, am, I am Canadian Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> so, you, so, you know, he started, but uh, it is, I find that that is um, it's something that we should all be concerned about, especially... I'm just I, I just want not to interject. I'm just really proud of you because there's not a lot of people who have the stage or the ability to continue advocating for something as much as I know you do. And that's very admirable. Well, yeah. But in, in the other hand, you know, like uh, yesterday, Trudeau, um, the liberals approved the pipeline. And I would be against totally the pipeline, but at the moment, okay, pipeline, <laughs> because because uh, there is a lot, especially in the West, there are a lot of people 
whose livelihood depend on that. Yeah. So I can understand it from their point of view. I don't understand how a pipeline contributes to the environment, like he said. But th there are so many weird things happening that you know, and, and things. Let's that all people... just go back to horses. That's what I yeah. say, huh? Yeah, let's go back to horses. <laughs> <laughs> no, because of animal rights activists. I know you, all these parking garages just full of horses. That's no place for them. <laughs> There's no place for them knowing to exploit the horses. Well, here's the thing about uh, everyone uh, like thinks it's a, that's a, a, a better time when everyone's riding horses. A horse shits like 25 pounds a day, yeah. and they just do it wherever. Think of hundreds of thousands of horses in the streets of Toronto. They would <laughs> they would snowbank shit. Like there would just be snowbanks of horse shit everywhere. The grass would exactly. never be greener. Never, <laughs> we'll never know. Plus, you know, with the with the amount of food that we consume, mm -hmm. poor horses. I always wonder where the shit goes in Toronto. Look at look at look at this view we got here, Martha. Yeah, every it's gorgeous view. Like there's a million people just taking a shit. Right yeah. there, right by the lake, every he, single day. He loves that material. Where the fuck's the shit go? <laughs> uh, where does it go, really? I don't know. Where does not, but really, where does it go to the sewers? Where are the sewers? There's um. I a, should hope so. There's uh. I yeah. <laughs> I know a guy I went to high school with. Uh, he works in sewage in on the Niagara side, and he works under Lake Ontario. That like mm. it's oh. they've got tunnels and tunnels of just raw sewage down there. I think oh. they get good cell reception down there no i don't think so he's got he's got to wait till lunch to get check his twitter right <laughs> <laughs> no problems for him no yeah. getting in trouble yeah, yeah, yeah. with the wrong tweet yeah. or the wrong post facebook there should post. just be lines of work where people know that if they're prone to just getting into into problems into problems mm. or as a comedian if you have to avoid certain avenues do it yeah Martha, I do apologize. We, we 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 don't like when Alex talks around here. No. Oh, I'm sorry. But I thought that you were part of the show. You're not part of the show. He's he's uh he's he's pulling my strings. He's pulling your strings. Yes. He's the boss. But uh, um, I got an earpiece. I'm being told what to say to you right now. You know what happens with the uh for on my Facebook and Twitter. I am I don't tell jokes. I I write news, and if I can do some snark, whatever. But I and I don't fight with comics. That's that's where I uh, I, yeah, I don't I line. don't get involved in any of that shit. I don't get involved with comics. Uh, I will comment my, good things my social for media, the comics. I don't I don't post anything serious. No, like, that is not a for forum for like I don't need to hear about your shitty day. <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Like <laughs> I'm here to just I'm here to look into your life and be like, hey, I wish I had that life. But you know what? Sometimes I like to see somebody's shitty day. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. good. Good. <laughs> Depending on who you like. But like I'm not I'm not somebody who would uh like if I don't know if uh I had a bad day and I hated my boss. I wouldn't be like, ah, work sucks, you know? No. Like, oh, I fucking hate, don't understand. Yeah. I don't that. understand. It's like shooting yourself in the foot yeah. totally. Mm -hmm. We're just totally. breeding negativity. Exactly. Do you want to book somebody that that, that is always like yeah. that? That is not getting along with people? Yeah, that's like, I just, I, I want, I want to put positivity out in the world. And I, I like, I prefer jokes and shit and then... And then I mostly use social media just to promote my shows. Exactly. You me too. And which happen every Wednesday at the Underground Comedy Club. Dope in my comedy, guys. Dope still, in my still comedy. Still strong, hopefully. And then me to, to get rid of Trump. <laughs> and we're going to get rid of Trump. Let's get we're rid gonna of Trump. We're going to get rid of Trump. No, but I, I think that we have to be aware of what's going on. But uh, social media brings me a lot of joy in the sense that mm -hmm. when I first came to this country, uh, you had to use Bell Canada. Yeah. And the, the, the phone bills, because my folks, they live in Central America. My, mm -hmm. my family didn't Get call those old here. calling cards, Can eh? you imagine? And then the calling cards. Mm -hmm. And all, like, everything that, uh, oh, and now the co communication is so immediate. Yep. You feel that you're present in your sibling's life, and they well, are present that's in my life. Another thing about that, like, I... Um, I uh, had lunch uh, a couple weeks ago uh, in Niagara Falls with uh, a friend of mine who we grew. We were best friends from junior kindergarten to like grade eight, and then we went to different high schools. Uh, but we've sort of minimally kept in touch. And the last, it was probably over a decade last time I had a beer with him, and um, we went for lunch. And it was just I knew everything because social media. Like I haven't actually mm -hmm. sat down with this guy for at least a decade. 
But it was just like, hey, man, hey, this is going good. So That's going it? good. And, like, we just, we know everything about each other. Exactly. So, like, nobody's, nobody, real, nobody's fading apart anymore. But it's like. But nobody has to spy on you either. Mm-hmm. Because you're putting it out there. Yeah. Where you are, with whom you are, what you're eating. Mm-hmm. What are you going after? What are you wearing? I, ne- I never post my food. <laughs> no. No, no. I, 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 I got to eat it too quick. <laughs> oh, boy. we ate That food that we ate in Niagara Falls. Oh, oh and we went for steaks at the yes. old Ruth's, Chris. Oh, wow. Not a bad. It didn't happen steakhouse. again after you. No, I've been there twice again. In... It's weird. It's like it's 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 kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Um, I uh I've been a couple times where it doesn't, and then a couple times where it does. Oh. I, I was there New Year's Eve, and uh, we got set up. It was post New Year's, and oh, we wow. sat down for steaks and. Wow, that, that was a nice little, uh, nice little treat. Andreas is a good guy. He's a good guy. Yes, Hello, he Andreas. And I Hello, say that, Andreas. I say that. I don't even know if he listens. Good yes, guy. Yes, he probably listens. He I don't think he does. Listens. He's a busy, busy boy. He is a busy yes. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. You know what? This we're getting off topic here. Yes, I, I know. Find out about life in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. What was the name of the town again? Managua. Managua, Nicaragua. Man- Managua, Nicaragua is a beautiful <laughs> town. You can even look it up if you want to put it Martha in the podcast. Martha Chavez from Managua, Nicaragua. Managua. <laughs> I grew up uh, during the years of the revolution. Yeah? Uh, How long did the revolution last? Well, it lasted like 20 years. Yeah? The gestating. Well, the, the dictatorship was 40 years. Okay. Like the whole family, the father, the brother, the, the son, like the... the and this was when you were a kid. Yeah, when I was a kid. And then I left at seven. My parents sent me to Canada at 17. Okay. The year to, 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 uh, to my aunt's house to study. And then they were kicked out of Nicaragua. Um, not kicked out, but they left because of the war. And then they went to Guatemala. And uh, I didn't have papers anymore either in Nicaragua or in Guatemala, so I became a refugee here on, on my own, okay. all alone in Canada. All alone from when you were 17. From when I was 17, and I didn't know what, what it took, because if I had known, I, I, it would have been terrifying. Mm-hmm. But it was just that I, there were other Nicaraguan students here that were, were in the same situation, and one of them... Um, his father recommended him to look into the, he was older, Mm -hmm. this student, and to look into the refugee status situation, and he looked, and then I was very lucky that I I started babysitting for this Jewish lawyer who who recommended me to the best human rights lawyer, Mr. Julius Gray from Montreal. All right. And then he did my refugee status, but I was stateless for about three years. I and got how, a, this, uh, how old were you then? 17, 18, 19. Okay. Well, let's get back to, let's go to, uh, let's, we're jumping ahead here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to hear about this <laughs> war and revolution. Like, what? what's the situation growing up? Like, uh, um, well, my, what, do, what do mom and dad do for a living? My mom and dad were lawyers. Okay. But it's not the same as a, as a being, you know, like when, you, when I say my mother and father were lawyers, people imagine, oh, immense mm-hmm. amount of wealth. But it's not the same. In Nicaragua, there were two careers that people would aspire, law or medicine. And my mom was of the first generation of women lawyers in Nicaragua. She graduated in the 1960s of like the first 10 women lawyers in Nicaragua because of scholarships. It's a a history of of a lot of work and and, uh, and triumphs of my mother. I'm very proud of her. So uh, they are they working? Uh, f- they're working for the dictatorship. No, uh, not at the beginning. Not but at, the... at one point they got a job in you know like you get in the in public relations yep. of this ministry. That was my mother and my father was the el oficial mayor del del Instituto de Seguridad Social. So it's a, Social they're Security. working for the government, but for it just happens to be a dictatorship. A dict- exactly. <laughs> so, but, uh, so it's a I've got a de- government job, but. But uh, the government's but people, a you know that shady. It, now, when I remember, people didn't even know or believe that this guy was a dictator. That's the way that we, since his father, mm-hmm. that's the way we, we, we were raised, like uh, in, the, in the fear of communism, yeah, yeah. the horrible fear of communism. And it is uh, Roosevelt, was it Roosevelt or Eisenhower? One of the two said uh, oh, that Somoza, the father, the mm-hmm. dictator, the, he's, he's a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch. <laughs> that was a famous phrase because he allowed American companies 
to to come and exploit the mines mm -hmm. and exploit the, the that's where the United Fruit Company comes from. Okay. Uh, that's why they call us Banana Republic because they would exp they would take all of our fruit with cheap labor, and the dictator was in cahoots with them, so he he it became like his farm. What? Nicaragua became like his farm. He owned. The roads, the this and that, mm -hmm. and, and of course, all of the sympathizers what is got... He, what does he call those? You got president? El presidente, El presidente. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> he uh, his brother, his, the guy, he was the father, the father of Somoza, the first one in the dynasty was uh, shot. And because he was shot, the two sons became like crazy. Persecuting everybody and... Uh, the and two killing. sons take over together? No, one of the first one, Luis took over first and he died of a heart attack. <laughs> and then the other one came after. Okay. And then you could never, you couldn't shake them mm -hmm. because they would put, the, then they had a puppet that like uh, everyone knew that it was a puppet. Then they had three puppets. Puppet, the, what's a? A puppet. Oh, a puppet. A puppet, oh. a puppet government. But they own everything and everything had like the sugar industry. Was they, there elections and they were just rigged or? Yeah, rigged elections. Okay, so they then, so they like, they want you to think you're living free in a democracy. Yeah, but the, the people, like for example, we, we were not wealthy, but we were well off. Mm -hmm. We were well off and uh, like we went to private school and everything. And, uh, and, and then there was the very, the miserable, miserable people, the same story of that when you, when you go, I don't know if you have been ever in the third world in uh, Cuba or any other. Um, I, I did, uh, the Caribbean, I did Antigua and Jamaica is the most Caribbean I've gone. And have, uh, how was it? Did, were, um, were there a lot of poor people around? There are a lot of poor people in Jamaica. Yeah. Uh, Antigua didn't seem that bad because it's a lot smaller. Uh, but uh, Jamaica, like, because I saw a lot of the country. I went there a couple of times, and it's, uh, yeah, it's there's a big divide, you know. That was it, the div enormous divide. Then uh, the 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 earthquake comes, and the, when the earthquake comes, all of that help got lost, and the dictator who was not the president anymore, the, the third one, Anastasio Somoza de Baile, he was he came as as the savior. Okay. Because, of course, the Americans kept sending things, and, uh, and he came like the Serbians, and then he re-elected himself. So in the meantime, the, the young people from our schools, from Catholic schools, uh, were going like the parents were sending them to the United States. They were coming back with the, with the social movements that yeah. were happening yeah, in the yeah, United yeah. States, you know, like the 60s yeah, and all yeah. that. And they, uh, with the help of, of, uh, of the peasants, let's say, there, there a revolution created. You had to go to the mountains to fight the, uh, in the guerrilla warfare mode, mm -hmm. meaning that they knew that the army was so the army of the dictator was invincible, but they were like uh, you know like they did in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. They do the the, the guerrilla warfare, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. which depends of the element of surprise. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was dangerous at one point. We had chaos, a lot of chaos. Chaos. We had military curfew okay. at one point, and you had to be at home at 6 p.m. And, and you're, you're a young child at yeah, this yeah, point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you always live with this fear mm -hmm. that something was going to happen. I, I always knew, like, when I left from Nicaragua, I knew that I wasn't going to come back. Have you been back since? Once. Yeah. And it was a big mistake to be back yeah. because I wrote an article about the wife of this new dictator mm -hmm. who is from the left, he, <clears throat> Daniel Ortega, he was one of the uh, nine commandantes of the revolution who overthrew Somoza. Mm -hmm. But he became just, 40 years after, he became just like them. Yeah. So now we have... The power, have, the power corrupts, yeah. Yeah, like, I know, I think that in our countries, nobody has learned that, uh, that, that you don't stay forever. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, he's been 40 years on and off, and when he was not in power, he had puppets. So now there is another revolution going on. And for some reason... And who's winning? He is at the moment. Yes. But it's, the world is so com is so different than then, right? Because now, we, because of social media, we find out everything that's going on. Yeah. People, he, he cannot oppress the same way that the other dictator oppressed. Yeah. But for example, he has thugs 
not official national guards, but if let's say if if the if the people wanna demonstrate against him, his thugs with uh, with homemade uh, yeah, just know? street clothes. They go down there and battle, smack battle, some heads. Yeah, smack, smack heads. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's a and uh, last year in April he threw in jail about a hundred people just for protesting, just for a. Uh, you know, like uh, it's, for it's, wanting it's, basic human rights, for, pretty much. For just for going in the street to demonstrate yeah. with the Nicaraguan flag. That's why I always wear blue and white, but not today because they, they he let them out yesterday. <laughs> he had to leave them out yesterday because because uh, they of the uh, Americans were sanctioning. If you notice, back in the day, the Americans would have been like this against him, against Ortega, but because. I am sure of the liaison of uh, of Trump with, with Putin, mm-hmm. Venezuela and Nicaragua. He thre- Trump threatens that he's going to invade, but nothing. They do nothing. They uh, they are not doing any sanction or anything. Um. So you're a kid throughout. What, what? When does things start changing? If you're a kid, like when? Uh, like through your teen years or? Uh, no, I was eight. You were eight. Yeah. Like I always knew, but because. Well, the first dictator was assassinated in 1959. Mm-hmm. I wasn't born yet, but uh, uh, like you always do, like they always uh, they, Nicaragua was <laughs> divided between uh, the one the people that were for Somoza and the other people, and the fear of communism, the propaganda yeah. from the Americans was always there. Mm-hmm. Because we were, we America were hates fun. communists. Yeah, American hates communists, but it's not even that they hate communists. They hate uh, when they are not in control, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, that's when it, I, I I don't remember a time that there was no conflict. But uh, but in the other hand, I had a very good childhood. Yeah. Yeah, compared to most people in my country. A lot of religion growing up. Yeah, I grew up uh, Catholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I we, went we, to we a, have we have that in common. Yeah, we I have I went to an old girl Catholic school and look how I turned up. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to me, mom. <laughs> I did this to me, and the, the funny thing is that they are not even Catholic my family anymore. No, they converted to born again Christianity. Do you know you? Did you know you were gay when you were a kid going to this all girl school? Yes. Ah, uh, jacked on those impulses. I don't even want to know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of no, <laughs> I knew that I was different, but I don't like. I I know that when they started. I take that was not would not be accepted well in Nicaragua. Nicaragua no, as well, no. So. I knew that I, I because I remember when they were around fifteen they started socializing us mm-hmm. with bo- with the school the the Jesuits. Yep. All boys school and I, I, I didn't like That's that. That's for me. I like my little island with nuns and, and girls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, so you've never you been know. with a man. Hey, that's uh, too personal. Too all personal. right, all right. We get personal here on the potato files. <laughs> Not really potato. No, I have never. No, I have never. Gold no. star. That's what they call it. That's right? it. A gold nice. star lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is surprised. I know these terms. <laughs> I mean, I, I have. That is definitely the face I made. I, <laughs> like, wow. I fooled around. Yeah. But okay. it's but not all the way. You know what? What I was mean? your type of guy? Um, Very feminine. No, no, I don't know. It was just. Uh, it was. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know something. I don't dislike guys. I, sure. I, I don't. Think I don't get I that would, vibe from you at all. I, I don't think it would be. I would have a problem sleeping with a guy. I just have a problem waking up with that guy. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. The day to day living the, with a guy. The day to day living. But you know, all I know about guys, I let, I learned from the boys, from mm-hmm. the comics. Right. Yeah. Because this is the most that I'm, I have socialized. I'm so sorry to hear with that. Guys. <laughs> no. Because, <laughs> Because we are Why all Why do children? all men just talk about their dick all the time? Yeah. You're learning from men who haven't learned themselves. But you know something? When I went out with, like, I have been on the road for a long time, and I don't recall, I mean, maybe one or two people would talk about their dicks, but I don't recall that was a conversation. No. Maybe I'm not, like, the kind of woman that inspired that well, I'm talking about them on stage, talking oh, about on their stage, dick. yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you, you, you came up in a. It was a boys' club for you. I up. came up in '94. Okay. I I began comedy in '94. So, and I think uh, there was four other girls doing comedy. Well, in Montreal, <laughs> only Heidi and I. Oh yeah. Heidi Foss. Um. I so don't... you went. 
I oh I guess when you were seventeen uh, you went to Montreal. The Montreal, right? yeah. And um, you learned French there. Yeah, French. You speak four languages, right? Yes. Um, what French, are... Spanish, Italian, and uh, English. Where did the Italian of. come from? My first girl. Oh yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like I, I decide one of the reasons why I decided I didn't want to go back is because I was shacking up with this Italian. An woman. Italian in Montreal. In Montreal, Italian from uh, Rome, like like. So uh, you're speaking she Spanish. She's she's speaking Italian. She, uh, the, no, but I lived in Rome with her for a year, so I learned. Okay, it. okay. And I like I like it. I I like to read it. I like uh, I like the Italian languages. What's the do you um What's your dominant language like? English. English now? Yeah, no English. Oh, I think that English because I live in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I don't pronounce well, every, all my information, my input is mm -hmm. English. So when you when you hear Italian, you've got to translate that to English in your head. No, no I don't no, know how just, it happens. I, I don't know how it happens. Four languages is a lot, man. Like, but I, I don't speak them all the time. Like uh, if I if I go to sorry to little Italy, I would talk. I speak in Italian. Yeah. If I uh, if I talk with uh, Daniela Sayoni, mm -hmm. many times we speak in Italian or or even Sandra. And uh, Sandra the Battalini. Gooch, the Gooch Italian? A little bit, the Gooch. Or Canadian Italian. Canadian Italian. I just put Italian. our dads yelling down the stairs. <laughs> the Gooch. The Gooch. The Gooch. Yeah, I love the Gooch. Sandra Battalini. Yeah. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that was it. That's why uh, I... Uh, I but, but, but coming back to the boys that I know from... Uh, like, I started in Montreal. It was only Heidi and I. So it was only two women, and we didn't have a, a how would I say? I didn't notice. I didn't probably there was a a, a big boys club, mm -hmm. but because I was so determined yeah. to be noticed and to go and to move ahead, I yeah. didn't notice that there were a lot of uh, of obstacles. It's mm -hmm. like becoming a refugee, mm -hmm. becoming a comedian. You know, like I, yeah, you just gotta I'll, do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. And because it was only Heidi and I in Montreal, uh, they had to have girls in the show. There you go. Get in the show, and then you know how it happened. Then I did uh, Kenny Robinson. In 1996, I think it was, he came to Montreal with uh, with the Nubians, the first yep. Nubian ever, the first one ever. And my neighbor, Shahid, was his name. He was a DJ. Mm -hmm. And he goes, hey, Marta, there is an urban show tonight. Maybe I can hook you up with the producers, King, Keith and Karen, where the producers, is, is Kenny Robinson. Uh, and Alistair McAllister was the DMC, and then they put me on the show, and I killed on the show. It was like 900 people. Nice. And Kenny told me to come to Toronto. to Toronto, and Mark saw me, because for uh, those days, for a comedian, for for a comedian from Montreal, it was very difficult to be noticed by Yakiax, and it was like your goal yeah, yeah. to go to work at Yakiax. So Mark saw Where me. Where was the closest Yakiax at that time? Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa. Yeah. I have been going to Ottawa to do open mics mm -hmm. with Howie, but Mark, Mark saw me and he said to me, I see that you're going to be a star just like Kathy Najimi. <laughs> and I go, who is Kathy Najimi? <laughs> and then the fat nun in Sister Act. <laughs> well, hey, uh, hey, you are a star. You're a bigger star than her because I don't know her, but I yeah, know you, yeah, baby. Yes. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then, uh, and then I started coming to Toronto for 65 bucks to do the, the middle spots. Yeah. But it was so it was so, so scary because Toronto... Uh, I, I hear they're up to 75 bucks for spots. <laughs> Ontario was... Um, how do I say? Ontario was like the real, the big leagues to come to the yeah. IGX because in in Montreal we were very mm -hmm. cocooned, very protected. How big was just for laughs back then? It was huge. It was already huge. Yeah, it was already huge. Okay. It, wa it was the time that was the time when they were giving deals to people mm -hmm. when Ray Romano and and Mar Margaret Cho and uh, who else got the deal in those? Like, that was those were the. What days. do you mean a deal? Uh, because TV uh, deals there. TV like, deals, but uh, like sitcom specials. Yeah, because now they don't give you sitcoms. I think that it has changed in that way. Uh, well, the whole landscape's changed. You can't like. Yeah, I because of social media. So many sitcoms, uh, like 
I watched growing up, it was always like uh, like based on the stand-up comedy of like, yeah. Tim Allen, if you were watching Home Improvement, you know, and it was a big thing for us. Tim Allen <laughs> wasn't just for laugh, but that's what we, that's where the deal got cooked. But they were bringing those deals from Los Angeles already. Mm -hmm. Like these people have big, big management, and then we're going to finalize it in just for laugh. Yeah. Or, or it also happened that, let's say, in the case of Margaret Cho, I think it was that she was seen in just for just for life is like the market, right? Mm -hmm. Where all the people, your produce, yep. you're like the fruits, <laughs> you know, and, and all yeah. of the merchants decide if you want. The shoppers are going to walk through, if and they uh, want the rutabaga or not, right? Yeah. That's so, so funny. But but it's uh, that was it, you know. So I started. Um, I, I actually learned comedy from Andy Nullman. That like that the first Who? comedy course. That I took was with Andy Nullman, the oh, CEO, Andy okay. the CEO and founder, co-founder of Just for Love. Not the other guy, though. That's no, not the other guy. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I once was in a little elevator with him back in the day when I was a hot tamale and I was very dark, dark. I was tanning a lot, and he goes, "Oh, chocolate." Whoa. <laughs> but I didn't know that was sexual harassment. You know, like wow. he didn't move from that. You know, he just did like this in Oh, chocolate. But you, you always thought that the guy was like a, a you know, French. Mm -hmm. She likes girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a womanizer. Those were, those were not necessarily no. bad traits. They were like bad boy traits. People but like to not... abuse the power. And back then it was it was uh, so, like, look the other way. Yeah, it was like those were the perks mm -hmm. of getting the power. Yeah, I remember, I'm the boss. Let's go. You know? I remember how many jokes I heard about when, when Clinton and Monica Lewinsky that people people said, well, those were the perks of becoming the president of the United States, that you well, can get Pussoir well, on the bad. side. I feel bad Clinton had a Lewinsky and JFK had Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a downgrade there, Billy. Yeah. Anyway, we shouldn't talk bad about Monica. She listens. No, she listens. <laughs> yeah, well, you know something? They, they, I saw an HBO special of her, mm -hmm. and I like I liked it. She's... She, she, she exposed her case very well. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. She blew a president. That's a story there. Yeah, that's a story. <laughs> like Joanna Downey would say, just do it for the story. Exactly. There's a lot of things I, I would have, I should have done in life just for the story. Just for and the I'm story. Like, oh, today. why didn't I do that? Yeah. <laughs> like I had a girl asked me to pee on her one time, Martha, and I didn't do it. And no. I wish I did. For the story. For the story. Imagine you're it wouldn't have It wouldn't have done anything for me, like, in a sexual matter. Right. No. It would just be like, yeah, I did that. And what if you liked it? And then, then, you, <laughs> and then you start... Then I'd have to marry the girl? <laughs> I have to lock the bathroom doors so the kids don't come in while we're I, peeing on each other? <laughs> I don't understand that. That involves germs. Yeah. Germs. A little OCD there? Yes, a little bit. Your pee is supposed to be pretty clean. Yeah, but but regardless, pee's got a cleaning pee. agent, doesn't it? Or like, uh, like ammonia, like, or like something. something. If you if you if you get bit by a stingray or something, right, your yeah. buddy's yeah. supposed to take a piss on you. And if you get fungi, fungus, mm. I, apparently you just pee in the shower. There you go. That's what they say. I have never, you know. Are you germaphobe though? Like I get it. A pee is gross. Bit, it's a little it's, bit, it's not a, not a like Howie Mandel. Well, but, uh, I think he's afraid of air. Yeah, no, but I think he's changed because I yeah, I, like I wasn't changed, just for love like two years ago, and uh, and I was in a I was having a coughing fit because of course I got sick for just for love, <laughs> and then I and I see him there. We were watching the galas yeah. uh, from the, the uh, backstage, and I see Howie, and of course I had to get a selfie with Howie. <laughs> you might and not I go, Howie, <laughs> can I get a selfie with you? And, and he said yes. So he he was and, okay. he, and he was also eating from germ, real germophobes don't eat from, from uh, finger food and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like for example, I am wary. No, not because I'm a germaphobe. It's because there are germs that you, you can get you sick from your throat, and then I lose my show. Right? I, I, I used to be super bad. Like, wouldn't touch door handles. Like, I was. Yeah. It was got to the point where it was getting really bad, and I don't know what happened, but something just snapped in my head, and I'm like, I can't fucking live like this anymore. Yeah. And just started coming out of my weird little shell. No, but and, I still like I in certain places. Certain places. Like now I pee on my hands just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Run it through my hair. Certain gigs, though, I am that you go. So you don't want to touch anything. You know, yeah, my, yeah, you get so sick from just 
a whole night you're doing like 10 comics on one stage just all, that is a lot of germs whether they're mm-hmm. sick or not it's a lot of other people mm-hmm. oh once there was this comic and i'm not gonna mention his name but we were doing london like a few years back and jeff paul okay. no no and he was sick and i swear it, the germs was i i was uh I was hosting. They must have been so powerful that I was 12 days I was sick. Jeez. Holy shit. 12 days I was sick. And I when I see him, I always say, are you sick? <laughs> Don't touch funny. me. That's Don't. funny. I, I, I haven't been like bedridden sick for a while. Well, not bedridden, but like just, I, I don't know. I, 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 think... I, I don't really get sick that often. It's... I get these bouts of cough. That's 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 what horrible it because I work with I my cough voice. a lot, yeah, but I smoke a lot of weed. You know, Martha. Oh yeah. You smoke the weed? I I don't. I eat it. You eat it. I have pills. Those oh, pills that are like two point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a uh, you're an ex drinker. Yeah, I'm. How an long have you been off the booze? Eight years. Eight years. Yes. And, uh, years. But you know why? It's, it, it was nothing that because I decided because of moral uh, fortitude or anything like that mm-hmm. is because I have fatty liver. Yeah. And the doctor told me if you if you if you drink, you will get cirrhosis. And my grandmother died of cirrhosis without ever being an alcoholic. Wow. So I, I, I think it might be in the genes. So I said, no. Totally. So it's a choice. Totally. It's a choice, yeah. Were you a, and a, also, a hard drinker? Yeah, because let's say I would be Fun at time the time party girl. Ooh. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God that I didn't drink my whole social media. Because who knows how many grievances I would have yeah. been hearing. You know how it is that you get drunk and you say the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. You said you're Rosie O'Donnell, not Rosie. Zan, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. <laughs> and knowing having beefs with people thank god that it didn't happen that way yeah because um people it, are terrible it, sober was it tough yeah. for you to quit no no well, no it, what is tough is that sometimes when i am at the because i live in the gay village and there are bars all over the place and i see people having a cool beer i feel like it because it's delicious yeah. right how long have you been then, with your wife I mean, uh, it's going to be nine years. So she met you as a drinker. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's she not a drinker, is she? No, that's that's another thing. You know, yeah. like if you, if you are with somebody that doesn't drink and you are, woo, it's going to break the, ruin the relationship and mm-hmm. I don't want to lose her. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, I was problematic with, with drinking, especially when my mother died and all that, I would be like not a happy drunk. I would cry. I think that my mom died in 2007. And then I, I lived in Ottawa with my cousin, who is like my sister. And uh, we would drink every weekend, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, it's not that I didn't have a problem. I, of course, I loved it. I loved it, and uh, we would drink every weekend, and every weekend I went up crying. Yeah. And, you know, like, oh, I miss my mom. And all for, for all the time that I didn't live with her, and guilt because I chose my life here and not with them, and all of that. And, and all of that, all that had to be resolved, but not with the booze. Yeah. Were but, you, um, when you got here when you were 17? Yes. Were you partying back then, or...? Yeah. Yeah. Well, did the party start in, uh, in Nicaragua? Or like, no, 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 here because I well, I started going to school too, mm-hmm. and you know and how school, it is. Yeah, it's school is something that right of of passage. Yes. You don't go to school just to go to school. Yeah. And you went to yeah. McGill, right? I went to Concordia. Oh, Concordia. Concordia. Where were you taking? Linguistics, modern languages and linguistics. Okay. I didn't finish, but uh, but that's why it's easy for me to. To uh, pick up another language. Uh, yeah, who needs to finish? You have four languages. That's it. <laughs> but all of them, I speak them with like that badly. Do you, do you have uh, the the Nicaraguan accent with everything? Uh, what, what do you mean? Like, because I, oh, I wouldn't know how Spanish. to. Like, if you were speaking Italian, I wouldn't. I don't I have wouldn't a know that, accent. I wouldn't know that you you have a different accent. You know. I think I have less. Yeah, less. Yeah, because what happened? What we gives you an accent is that many. For example, in Spanish, we don't have the the, phone, the phoneme to say Spanish. Mm-hmm. We have we say Spanish mm-hmm. because there is always a vowel before we don't have consonant words that begin with consonants. Oh, okay. And when when you learn that when you are already seventeen years old, 
uh, when you learn another language, your tongue is already in a certain way. Although you should have heard me before. Now I speak like Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sir Lawrence Olivier. Well, I know. Compared I, I, to when I started. I, 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 I teased your accent one time on stage. And, you, and uh, I was hurt. You, you, yeah. yeah. You asked me not to do that. Yeah. And I said, It okay. hurts me because. No, you know, no, I get it. I was, it was, it was friendly I ribbing. Know, it I wasn't, know. it was I know. And, I know. and you said you don't like it. And so I stopped doing but, it. But you know what? Like, uh, Uh, when I began, I was I was the only person with the accent. Now there is a lot of people, mm -hmm. so all of those people walk on my shoulders. Yeah. Well, Now it's like a plus, like like people are using it as a plus. Because well, when you talked to me about it, uh, you were like, "Please don't make jokes about." Because you said, uh, "I," you said, "You you've worked on the accent and yeah. a lot, but you can't." You can't seem to get the to Canadian get accent down, eh? No, if I could, I would because you don't know how many. Can you roles. do like a just like I don't know because everyone's got everyone can do like a, a, a like an Australian like hey mate can you do a Canadian like do you got Let's a see. saying that you say that's Canadian? Hey buddy, <laughs> <laughs> I like how she went right for buddy. Hey, hey buddy. Yeah, hey buddy. I like Marie. does got that joke where he's like, "Fuck yeah, bud." <laughs> yeah, but he, but he said that Barito has a joke that that he talks very white. Have you yeah, heard yeah, that yeah, joke? Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I think one of the boys wrote it for him <laughs> <laughs> because he's very, very white. Hey, boy. And Marito and I don't have the same accent, for no. example. And if you hear Mexicans from Los Angeles. We don't have the same accent. He's El Salvadorian. El Salvadorian yeah, yeah, but be, because I I learned I learned English in Quebec. On top of it, Fuck. and then Martha, you you so learned you learned the fucked up French too, eh? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucked up French. <laughs> but I speak perfect French. Yeah, perfect like, Quebec but, French. No, no, but le français, français de la France, oh. eh, français comme une marocaine. Do you do comedy in French? I do comedy in French. So when but you I'm first started. Funny. No. Not funny. <laughs> no, but I'm not funny. You know why? Because all my inputs that I that I get, all the cultural input and everything, mm -hmm. all the sayings, yeah. the the idioms, all of that I It's know in English. Yeah. I know in English, but in French I would have to immerse myself in, in French Canadian television, in in all of that and listen to a lot of comedians to, to hear what they are talking about. And that to hear how they simplify, because in comedy we learn how to simplify things. And you and have this stuff. one joke in, uh -huh. in, that you do in English. It, I, I I think about it all the time. Which one? Um, washing your hands and singing Happy Birthday. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's my joke. And the the punchline is, and I'm I'm gonna butcher it. I don't know what it is about that song <laughs> that germs yeah, no, are scared of. I I don't, I don't know why germs hate that song, <laughs> but they die when I hear it because that's that, that's the logical. Why would germs? You know, that's the, the child brain. Can you do that joke in Spanish? Yeah. Do you do that joke in Spanish? Yeah, yeah, because you I explain. So there are jokes that, that you I explain you to them that, that because the joke about the singing happy birthday is about time, mm -hmm. right? You have to, to yeah. wash your hands singing happy birthday twice because it's like two minutes, right? But if you take it literally, it's like, why? ¿Por qué los microbios odian ese chiste? No sé. <laughs> Pero se mueren. <laughs> But they, that, you know what has been the hardest part for me to do comedy in Spanish? Because mm -hmm. uh, people will say it's easier. But no, my rhythm, the rhythm of my comedy, that we all have a rhythm in yeah. which we deliver, is in English. To translate my rhythm in Spanish has been the, the, the hardest part. I had, a, I had a guy on my show last week. He's a big name in Quebec. Um, Francois Belfay, you know uh, this guy? I have heard, I have heard of him. He yeah. uh, he came down and did uh, Dope and Mike last Wednesday. Uh, it happens every Wednesday at Underground Comedy Club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he did in English, and he said it was his twelfth set in English, uh -huh. and he did pretty good. Like, and we just talked about like um, it's just so weird translating jokes because like sentences are structured different and your punchlines are in different yeah. spots and it's a it's a very hard process but yeah but. yeah because stand up comedy is an english thing mm -hmm. it was originated in in the vernacular english so so sometimes i always know when the boys i have a students in guatemala mm -hmm. i teach them when I, whenever i go i have I, this student i know when they have stolen a joke from and translated it Because the rhythm is all screwed yeah, 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 yeah. up. <laughs> and because I'm old, I have heard a lot and I have good memory. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that that is your joke. So you're teaching stand-up in Guatemala? Yes, yes. Like, it's a very new 
is a complete new genre. And when? Because, um, how often do you do this? Like uh, once a year? You I go, go every year down. Yeah. How long have you been doing it? About four years. Now they have a little, uh, a, a little, little club? a little, not a club, but I, uh, it's a, a room. Club. <laughs> they have a room and they are putting rooms all over the place. But the problem is that you learn stand up by seeing your peers. Mm-hmm. But by watching it live, yeah. and they don't have that that uh, luxury. But maybe there is one old Gabriel Iglesias comes, but they learn it from Netflix. In in, in, in on television, you cannot learn stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. You cannot learn the magic. Yeah, the only way you learn it is, is putting your name on a list and waiting three hours to do going, four minutes of jokes. No, but when you go, <laughs> for example, when I started touring with headliners. That you would tour for for yep. that we would watch them for days. You you learn you know there is a way. Do you repeat things mm-hmm. that look spontaneous? You have like this all of you know all of these little tricks of your trade that you only learn by watching. Mm-hmm. You don't learn that that in a in a Netflix special. I um when I host or middle shows, I watch the headliner pretty much the yeah. entire the entire weekend just to see. I watch them all the time. Yeah, yeah even as a non comedian, I, I feel like if you're not doing that, you're missing out on even just interacting with them and learning from them and thinking that you don't need that. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good mentality. Yeah, well, there is a lot of people that won't stay for for when oh, the headliner is a woman. That. Let's well, say. Well, I I got well, sure. I have people on yeah. my show like because I. I book like six to seven comics a week for Dope and Mike, and they're all professional comics. And there's usually one that's below the pack. Uh-huh. Um, and I get really irritated if that person doesn't stick around. Yeah. Like, can I go early? I'm like, no, you should. You stick should, around. If you go early, you should watch everyone on this show. Yes, watch do how what it's they done. Do. And potentially network. Mm-hmm. Because those people have other shows or connect together. Yeah. Everyone just needs, like, I, I know some people that we've had on the show before don't like community, mm-hmm. but <laughs> until you don't need one, you need one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you need a community. Like, as I was, uh, I think I told you that at, during the comedy hours, that the, the, the thing that I wanted most in life to be considered was a Canadian comic. You know, like uh, like Canadian comic, like yeah. like we we move among them, <laughs> the Canadian <laughs> comics, like you know, because it's well, you've got that recognition now. You yeah, got some got good it. clout. I have, I have some good clout. Yeah, you won but the Canadian th- Comedy Award last year for for uh, stand up. Yes, and this year uh, in, in my uh, the, the show of the Gavin Crawford. The show that I'm part of, Because News. Because News? Yeah, well, you're writing on you that. You beat us. Are you writing on that? Sometimes I write, but I am a, a permanent guest. Okay. That, we, lost, guest. we lost to you. Best of Friends. You're Best of Friends. Category. Oh, yeah. no. You lost to us. Well, I, I'm it's an sure. honor. It's an honor. <laughs> thank you, you. Thank you. But no, Jeff is right. You're... you're that's almost like your citizenship. These awards. Exactly. This, this is award. like your Canadian comedy. No, citizenship. and the fact that you can be that I can be on stage with the best, and I don't feel out of place mm-hmm. because I know that I will be able. And I, this is no conceit, uh, or or that I'm full of myself or anything. This is a knowledge I know because I work hard that I didn't want to be in a lineup of of let's say Wilmot and the great yeah. ones and look a lot less. I want to be there yeah. with you. I don't think we are there yet, you know, with with the gods there. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, I, I'm not going to look. You're gonna keep going. So so disadvantage, you know. If and I, that's true. You are. You are pushing. You're still working as hard as ever. Yeah, I always work hard. Yeah, you can. It, it shows. She, you, had a, she had a gig at 10 a.m. this morning in Vaughn. Come on. 10 a.m. What was it? It was uh, it's a it's a gig for uh, some people that uh, ru- that that run a, a retirement home. Okay. They, they are my fans on the radio. Sure. So that so was their they, lunchtime. You came in around uh, ten o'clock. It was I, I was like the was a joke. the appetizer. Appetizer. <laughs> that's right. There we go. There's the real joke. And then they all came. Oh, you you made our day and great. all of that. That's great for me. At ten o'clock, when people are not drinking, even <laughs> from ten o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock p.m. Yeah, to ten o'clock p.m. tonight. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I had still, an app. I can still drink like that. I can still put in a twelve-hour <laughs> shift. I had an app though, because I said I cannot go and do a Jeff Paul show like that and go. Well, home. you're lucky you can't smoke in there anymore. You'd be. Uh, you'd be you can't in the smoke corner. anymore. You haven't been there. 
I have, I have, yeah, but I forgot that. It's been you months. can't smoke no, anymore. No, you can't smoke anymore. That sucks. It does. We will have to go underground again. Well, that's that's what I thought she was going to do, but I don't know. I don't want to get into the semantics of what's going on no. at the underground comedy club where Dope and Mike happens every Wednesday. So what do people now. do now? You go there and then you go outside? Uh, yeah, they go outside. We allow like handheld vaporizers and stuff, but like we don't allow them. We just say, listen, we're not going to say do it, but we're not going to say don't do it. But it's like... And at know. the Vapor Central either, huh? No, they're doing... Uh, they're trying, like, I think they're going... Um, they're, they're locking the doors for the headliners, I hear, and it's just... Yeah. It's changed, you know? It's it's just it changed. It sucks. It sucks. We had, a, we had a really good thing going and it, it was it, it was a lot better when we were criminals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody cared. Nobody cared. Well, that's what I try to tell the crowd every week at uh, the underground that we are still breaking a lot of laws, so it's still a pretty cool place. <laughs> <laughs> place not up to snuff anyway no. uh, are we finished yeah well he's given us the high sign did you have fun we learned a lot fun. here yeah yeah you came to canada when you were 17, 17. when did you move to rome to to, to rome in yeah. 82 uh, how old were you i'm not gonna say <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was Listen, it was I with a girl you met men. in school yeah, yeah she's talking yeah, about with, men not with about Giovanna, age. Yeah. So, so you're young did you uh did you have to uh how did your parents no, take no. it when you told oh. you were moving away with a woman no i just i just said i didn't say that i was moving away with with a woman i i said that i was going to well in she was paying for it i didn't have oh. any money i said that i was going to go learn this language Nice. And then because her family lived there, we didn't pay for anything, and I had a visa that I ca I could you know stay like a visitor visa. And they're they're her, and then we her came parents back were all to right Montreal. with your uh, little relationship. They didn't know we were roommates. No. Ah. You know that uh, that's a horrible thing of being in the closet. Mm -hmm. That uh, you have to lie and at the, at the slightest touch that you did, that you show. Oh, I, yeah. I I wonder if they saw that. Oh, we we've all got an aunt. We've all got an aunt with a roommate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Roommates. I only came out to my mother in uh, like that I actually told her like in 2004 okay and she did like I mean remember they are fundamentalist Christian by that time yeah, yeah. and I mean she didn't say uh, I don't want to I disown but you, if you if but 2004 I, you said you went to Rome in 84 that's 20 years living yeah, there yeah. Eh? Yeah, but I didn't live with the Italian all of those years. No, but you're living yeah. with not telling your parents. But they knew. Yeah, like, if, and as a matter know. of fact, my mother, my mother saw, saw it in my diary, and that was one of the reasons they sent me to Montreal. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and they sent me to Montreal, where the most Well, I think they were embracing it and the saying... The most beautiful women yeah, in the go, world. go get some of that sweet yeah, Montreal yeah. ass, you know? Go get some poutine. Yeah. yeah. And boy, Something. did you. <laughs> did I ever? Did I ever? Yeah, yeah. That's that's. But one she of was okay stories. with it when you finally told her. She was okay, but I don't think she would have uh, ever permitted that I bring a partner. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what about my, now? Like, I, are you my, and I actually married or you? No, just been we just we just been together. We we are common law. You wear rings. Well, now now my mom passed away in twenty oh seven. Okay. Uh, so I'm an orphan. My father too. My brother. Did who your, is your dad ever know? Uh, my sister says that he heard them discussing it. Yeah. At one point, and my father said, "Well, we have to accept her just as she is." Well, that's good. Or maybe my sister is lying <laughs> just, to, just to make me feel uh, better. He's, but he said it right before he died. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, my brothers now they love Linda. Who doesn't love Linda? She's great. She is she's, great. She's great. So then, uh, my I love my, that Linda. I had no idea Linda was into UFOs. Yeah. And then she's I took I took you guys for breakfast at the Flying Saucer and. <laughs> Niagara Falls. She was blown away. She's like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> she loves UFO. She's into the Ghostbusters. She yeah. loves the Ghostbusters. Like she's in a lot of things that I'm not into, <laughs> and, and I'm into a lot of things that she's not. But that, that mm -hmm. makes a good totally. couple. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, my brother is a minister. He's a fundamentalist pastor, right. and he loves her. Oh, great. Yeah, he loves it. I don't know. Did your siblings ever make it out of Nicaragua? Or I guess everyone made it out of Nicaragua. No, they live in Guatemala. They, Guatemala. they came yeah. here, never. They've never come. They have never come here. Not even They've for a visit, come eh? Here. No, because, I, you know, I, did, I, I, I always, when I have time, I want to see them all. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see one of them yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or one of one family. I want to see the whole family. But they eventually have to come and see where is it that I live. 
But it's difficult. They have had a difficult life too. They had to adapt to a new country. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's a hard country where they live. Yeah. It's a very violent country. Like in Guatemala, everybody... Out of the frying pan into the fire, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they live in, uh, in Guatemala. Everybody lives in condominiums. So you go from one condominium to the other to the other of my siblings. Mm-hmm. My, where my mother, my, my mother left us a house in in a gated community. That's what that's what I mean by condominium. Okay. In a gated community, you cannot get inside. You're better. You have better luck getting into Los Angeles from Mexico <laughs> than into that condominium. They look at your papers. It's very secure because of uh, of the proliferation of. Uh, of mo- of of uh, the yeah. uh, how do you call it the maras the salva mara salvatrucha the okay. the gangs the yeah. uh, mara thirteen and all of that yeah. aren't you glad you live in Canada I'm so glad so I try <laughs> that my my last thing I want to say please vote for somebody that is not homophobe it's <laughs> 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 no phobe and homophobe if you want me to stay here well that's <laughs> one thing about Trudeau yeah he's uh, he's very um, Open. open to everything, which yeah. he should be. <laughs> he you're, should be. You're uh, the leader of one of the most diverse countries in the world. Yeah. Well, I saw when I went to the Raptor thing. Uh, I went. Did you go to the parade? Oh God, no. <laughs> I went. I went to Donda Square. We made it. Yeah. And um, and when in the screen when when Dog Four came, they hold all the people at oh, Donda everyone Square. Everyone in, in Phillips Square booed him too. Where we were, they booed him too. <laughs> they booed the screen. And when Trudeau came, they clapped. So. Yeah. He may have a chance still, but who knows? I heard the liberals moved ahead. I don't follow the politics like you do, but mm-hmm. um, that's uh, that's your thing. I keep the I keep the smoking weed, and uh, I don't know what Peaceful. else I do. Well, you work a lot, no? I work, I work. I, I just got a little pup. Yeah. Oh, I've been spending a lot of time with her. Her name's Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. What is the pup? What is the? I, I got a. It's a little. I don't know. It's a little rescue from Mexico. Don't know the breed. Oh, really? We're gonna do a DNA like... test and find out. <laughs> It's a Mexican dog. Mexican dog. They are very close to coyotes. Oh yeah. The Mexican dogs, yeah. yeah this, this one's quick. It was we had it in the park yesterday. Uh-huh. And it was She's running circles. Rosie. I hope I, I hope by the time this podcast comes out I I still have the dog because we actually have it on a trial basis right now from why? We're, we're fostering it. Oh why? And then because we have a we have a cat and if uh if they can't coexist then They will coexist. I there's they're, they're they're figuring it out. Like yeah. they're not buddies, but I don't know. They're getting a little closer each day, so I think very soon they will be close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to do- to have a dog, but we have two cats. You're two cat people. Yeah, we are cat people, but I am a dog person too. Yeah, we well, Kira's never had a dog before, and I think she's really enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, uh... Very soon he's going to be at Yak Yaks, that dog. <laughs> it is a Yak Yaks. It is at Yak Yaks already. Yeah. She takes it to work with her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah she just know. sleeps under her desk all day. It's the most chill. And she's like standing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah at her stand up desk. Her stand up desk. I admire that, you know. Yeah, yeah. you admire her bad back? <laughs> yeah. She has a bad back. Yeah, that's why she stands. Well, I have a bad yeah. back. I'm going to have to buy one of those. Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you sit at a desk a lot, though? No, but I sit at the sofa watching Netflix. Hello. <laughs> But I just became you just a stand member. in front of a TV. I just became a member of the Y. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I became a member of the Y, and then doing some uh, swimming. I I'm doing some swimming, and I'm doing aquafit, which is hard. Oh yeah, you are showing your age here. Yeah, aquafit. <laughs> oh no, but I'm the youngest one. Okay, I'm the youngest one. They were they had the the guys that to to do the exercises. They had hits from the fifties. Like, see you later, alligator, and all of those. And everybody knew the words, except me. In <laughs> <laughs> <And> Managua, Nicaragua. <laughs> play it What's it? Uh, what's yeah. it now? I can't remember it. You got to play that song. Yeah, Managua, Ni- Managua, Nicaragua is a wonderful town. Are there words there? Or yeah, you yeah. just don't know the words? I don't know the <laughs> <Okay>. words. <laughs> I don't know. You know who did a podcast about uh, an American who became the president of Nicaragua? Patton, Patton Oswald. Okay. About William Walker. This, this, uh, he was a, a filibuster, like a pirate. <laughs> and then he just decided to go to this country with Cornelius Vanderbilt, the, the grandfather of great grandfather of uh, Anderson Cooper. Oh yeah, yeah. And they, uh, Gloria and, Vanderbilt just died. Yeah, yeah. The grandfather of her. Her grandfather, and then uh, he came, and the, this guy William Walker, 
he became the president of Nicaragua. <laughs> he decided, and then he was defeated, of course. But I remember Patton, Patton did a historical podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can look it up. What's um, called? Uh, the, the guy, the, the, I don't know what the podcast was called, but the guy, the, the pirate was called William Walker. As long yes. as you don't watch historical roasts. <laughs> oh, oh so that's bad. so horrible. <laughs> and I had such great expectations of mm -hmm. that one. I hear the only highlight is Gilbert Gottfried as Hitler. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love Gilbert. And he went full costume, too. That's, uh, I, don't, I don't think the Jews are supposed to uh, don that outfit. That guy's got nothing to lose. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. That's when you know. Did you see the roast that he did for John Rivers? When he roasted John Rivers. I didn't oh, see Ritter's roast. I've uh, seen a bunch of his roast, and he's vicious. Uh, oh, Gilbert? Yeah. When he roasted uh, John Rivers, it was like a jewel. <laughs> you have to see it. You have to Did you say see Joan it. Rivers or John Ritter? Joan, Joan Rivers. <laughs> she said John Ritter. I don't think John Ritter's no. ever been. Yeah, roasted. and I was like, no, no, Joan <laughs> Rivers, and and she was like, you know, like you could tell, like she was vicious, Joan, but you could tell that she was. Uh, she knew where they were going to attack her, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I think she was like taking I, I think Joan's got uh, yeah. a pretty thick skin. Oh, yeah. she got And if she doesn't, she probably had some thick skin added on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good night. I'm thinking all week. Okay, that That's is our show. Tell the people, you. tell the fine folks out there, the fine potato file listeners out there, where they can find you on the internet. They come okay, see you. Remember, we're just coming out like mid July. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not thinking that far ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean. In August, I'll be headlining Pride in uh, in Halifax at the casino. Great. On the 18th of August. Oh, sweet. Oh, is it August or July? I don't remember well. Is it's Pride Month, like, because I, I they thought are separated. June mm. is officially Pride Month, but a lot of places are they, like Halifax is doing Pride in August. Uh, it's, it's either August or Ju no July, 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 eighteenth okay. of July, and then um, what else am I doing? That's this weekend for our <laughs> yeah. listeners. This, this week weekend right when this comes out, <laughs> it's right when this comes get out. Get yourself to Halifax Yuck Yucks. Look me up on check out this gold days. star lesbian. Huh? <laughs> yeah, headline and pride. <laughs> Comedian Martha Chavez with an S, not a Z at the end. I'm on sorry, Instagram. but I made that mistake once on the poster, and you won't forgive me. On Instagram <laughs> and then on Facebook to join my Facebook page that I don't promote, and I and it's very. Very, very little people follows me. <laughs> and of course, listen to her on CBC. Because, because News. Because News. Yes. Which is a Canadian Comedy Award winner. Yes. So, uh, and you're also a Canadian Comedy Award winner. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you. Yes, you know what? I am. You're a goddamn Canadian comic, and that's what we love about you, baby. Here, here. Thank you, baby. Thank you, Potato. All I love right. you, too. Guys, uh, check Martha Chavez out, out there. You're going to fucking love her. She is hilarious. <laughs> and uh, keep coming back. Listen to us here on the Potato Files on Never Sleeps Network. And, of course, Dope My Comedy every Wednesday, Underground Cafe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Nicaragua is a beautiful town. You buy a hacienda for a few pesos down. You give it to the lady you are trying to win. But her papa doesn't let you come in. Managua, Nicaragua is a heavenly place. You ask a senorita for a lethal embrace. She answers you, caramba, scramba, bomberito. In Managua, Nicaragua, that's no. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you're done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.